0: A reading from the prophet Isaiah. A shoot shall come out of the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples. The nations shall inquire of him and his dwelling shall be glorious. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
1: I have in mind With Mary we behold it The Virgin Mother kind To show God's love arise she bore you whilst the Savior, when half spent, was lost the night.
0: A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. And this is the sixth month for who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her.
1: The angel Gabriel from heaven came, with wings as drifted snow, with eyes as flame. Oh, hail to thee, O holy maiden Mary, most highly favored lady, glory. Generations, Lord, and honor Thee. Thy Son shall be Emmanuel, my Seas foretold. Most highly
0: reading from the gospel according to St. Luke. In those days Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, Forever,
1: Mary, did you know that your baby boy? will soon deliver you mary did you know that your baby boy will give sight to the blind man mary did you know that your baby boy He'll calm the storm with his hand. Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? And when you kiss the little baby, you kiss the face of God. The blind will see, the deaf will. Again, the lame will leap and all will speak praises to His name. Mary, did you know that your baby boy is Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know that your baby boy? Will one day rule the nation. Did you know that your baby boy was heaven's perfect lamb? And the sleeping child you're holding is the great.
2: St. Luke's Gospel narrative continues in Luke chapter three. In the 15th year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was ruler of Galilee, and his brother Philip, ruler of the region of Iturea and Trachonitis, and Lysanias ruler of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, The word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight, Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. The Gospel of the Lord. As you listened to these Bible lessons this morning, you may have noticed that all four of them have many abnormalities, beginning with Isaiah's vision of a place where wolves and lambs dwell together, where a child can safely play over the hole of a deadly snake, and where human beings do nothing to hurt or destroy each other. When we hear all that, we know we're being asked to imagine something that to us does not correspond with the normal ways of this world. And the same is true for that narrative that we heard from St. Luke. In the normal world, old women do not give birth to babies, nor do virgins conceive and bear children. And as a rule, the rich and powerful always seem to preserve their place above the lowly and the poor, just as mountains tower over valleys and impassable paths exist that seem not able to be breached. So what are we to do with all of this poetic language and narrative that seems so disconnected from reality? Or to put it another way, how do all of these abnormalities Come together to form a message that has any real relevance for our lives today. To begin with, we can open our hearts and our minds to the possibility that these visions and stories are not as abnormal as we think. We can wonder together if Isaiah and Luke are in fact challenging our whole notion of what is normal and abnormal in the world that God is still creating. In his wonderful book called Peace, Walter Brueggemann looks at that picture that Isaiah painted for us today with new eyes. At first glance, he says, all these images of unity sound to me so abnormal that they're not worth reflecting on. But then I look again and notice something else. When Isaiah seems to be saying, maybe, is that in God's kingdom, these are the normal things. So the effect of the poem, he says, is to expose the real abnormalities of life, which we've taken for granted. And Then I love where he goes next. Brueggemann says we have lived with abnormal things so long that we've gotten used to them and we think they are normal and it's true for us things like fear and violence and insecurity are so so normal that we can't imagine a world without them and who among us can imagine a world free of hatred or injustice or greed As much as we disdain all of these things, there's always something within us that says, but that's just the way the world is, so get used to it. That's the kind of capitulation, however, that leads us to to accept modern expressions of these things as just the new normal. Even if they harm or degrade humans and other creatures in this fragile world. And in this state of surrender, we even normalize things like unwanted aggression and hateful rhetoric and renewed claims of white supremacy. It is what it is, we say to ourselves. So just try to get on with life. That may be our default coping plan, But it is never God's way of confronting things in this world. The Jews living in Babylonian captivity may have accepted their harsh conditions as the new normal. But that's not the word that God gave to Isaiah. Young Jewish women like Mary may have normalized the systemic injustice that prevailed in a world where the rich and powerful always were above the poor. But that's not the message that God gave to the angel who came to Mary. First century Jews in general may have normalized the reign of tyrants like Tiberius and Herod and Caiaphas. But that's not the word that God gave to John the Baptist. Instead, Isaiah told Jews that freedom was coming and that peace was would be reconciled, would be recognized as the dominant force in God's world. Gabriel told Mary that the child she bore would establish a kingdom of justice for all people. And John echoed the prophet's promise that God would make a road to that kingdom that was free of all of the obstacles and barriers that usually stand in our way. When John's audience heard those words, they were filled with new hope. But they all wondered, what can we do? What can we possibly do in response to that? You can start, John said, in the verses that follow the gospel we heard today, by refusing to accept injustice as the new normal and by daring to live in the promise that God's kingdom is here to stay. If you have two coats, John continued, then share with someone who has none. If you have food, he says, do likewise. If your job or your position in life comes with any power, John says, then use it to serve other people and not yourself. These may seem like small things, but then and now, our Simple words and deeds are the most powerful and hopeful way that each one of us can proclaim the truth that love and justice and peace are the truly normal things that characterize the kingdom of God that is coming into being in each new day. And together they are also our way of preparing the way for that kingdom in our own time and place for holy work such as this and for the promise that we and all flesh shall see the salvation of God.